Hi, it's your host, Lindsay Lee, and welcome to Lindsay Lee's Voice Memos, where I share self-help and success tips for leveling up and making your dream life a reality. So in this episode, I'll be talking about getting started if you're wanting to get your life together, but you don't really know where to start, and especially if you feel like your 2023 year isn't going as you envisioned, but you don't know what you're doing wrong and what to change, I'll be covering that as well. If you're here, hopefully you're not just listening because I forced you to, but you actually get something out of it eventually. Okay, so let me tell you the first step to having your life together. The first step to having your life together is wanting to have it together. If that's you, then good job. You've already reached the first step. Um, This is so important because if you don't do it yourself, no one is going to make you do it. No matter how exposed to successful people or environments you are, and no matter how many times you replay this podcast, if you just don't care about it, it's not going to help you a single bit. So let me share this quick story for you uh, with you. And I've told my family this one before, but basically there's this guy who's super successful right now and not going to lie, I forgot his name, but that's besides the point. Um, He's a multimillionaire guy right now and he goes through a turning point in his life where before he was in a really dark place, he had just gotten broken up with from a relationship of many years. Uh, He had his whole being attached to this relationship and this girl and she just broke up with him. It was gone. He dropped out of school. He had no money. He was barely getting by his mental health was not good he was depressed and all that right so after dropping out his first year of college he decides to go out of the country with a few of his buddies to try to make some extra cash by driving people around so one day he gets into a car crash and he barely makes it out alive but he describes this experience to be almost like the brink of death where he realized that he didn't actually want to die and he describes it to be like this moment where time kind of slowed down for him and he thought about whether he was satisfied with his life whether he regretted anything whether he had fulfilled everything life had to offer well obviously his answer was no but the reason why i'm telling you this story isn't to say that you need to get into a car crash or that you need a major turning point in your life or to debate what goes on in your head when you're at the brink of death but i'm telling you this because i want you to think about it right now like close your eyes and think to yourself if you were to pass away right now would you be content and fulfilled would you be at peace like would you be content in that you worked your hardest every day and that you've really lived and you've led a meaningful life that you were a good son a daughter father mother etc and if the answer is not an automatic yes then that's your sign that you should probably start getting your life together now and in whatever aspect that you just thought about but i think that's a really good leading prompt so i definitely shared that with my family and okay so you want to be successful You think and say things like, I'm going to be rich one day. I'm going to live my best life. This year is going to be my year. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to cure cancer. I've heard that one a million times before. (laughs) But So you want to do this and that. Well, congrats for thinking of all these aspirations. Congrats. But guess what? Everybody says that. 90% of the population think in their head, like they think something along the lines of, I don't know what I'm going to do one day, but I'll be rich and I'll have lots of money. But only a select few of those people, only the top percentile, and only that few percent do something about it. So it's great that you have motivation and aspirations, but the hardest step is not the daydreaming, it's not the planning, it's not any point in time where you're working your butt off in the future. The hardest step is actually taking that first initial step to create change, to turn your thought into a reality 
So stop sitting there telling everyone that you're going to do this and that and actually do something. Like even my family does this. My mom's always like, oh, Lindsay, I want to do this and this. And I'm like, mom, stop telling me that you're going to do that and actually do something because all I see is you eating ramen on the couch watching TV, right? So I've heard countless people tell me that they're excited for the new year. I know it's April, so it's not ideally January right now, but um, I've heard so many people tell me that this year was going to be their year. Uh, They don't change any habits, they're not doing anything different, yet they expect a big change just because another 24 hours has passed by and it's 12 a.m. on January 1st, and then a few weeks later, they come to me and they say, Lindsay, I thought this was going to be my year, but nothing's changing. I don't feel different. Well, duh, you're not going to wake up with your dream body or your dream life. Just because you have ideas doesn't set you apart from others. To be a part of that top percentile of performance, you have to incorporate action into your life. And complaining 24-7 about how miserable you are or how your life sucks and how you pull no bitches and how broke you are doesn't help you become successful. And that's just how it is, unfortunately. So let's actually now get into uh, how you can start inhabiting action and incorporating that into your life. So number one, I'll revisit this topic, but briefly, your goals are too broad. You should be narrowing them down, and if you're someone who makes your goals on New Year's Eve, that's great. But normalize setting goals for yourself on a regular basis and reflecting on yourself. That leads to number two, which is reflection. Reflecting consists of internally assessing and thinking, what could I be doing better right now? I always think to myself, like, what could I uh, be improving on right now? What could I do to make myself happier in any point in, in the, during the day or during the year? Like, I'm always thinking to myself, reflecting is very important. And number three, finding purpose. Having a purpose and having a goal is very different. So purpose is why you're doing something and it typically pushes you to meet your goals and a goal is like what your wanted end result is. So a lot of people have goals, um, less people have purpose and sometimes vice versa, but not many people have action. So you want those three things, that's the key, goals, purpose, and then action. Um, Finding inner peace and purpose is really important in growing yourself And I'll talk about this later in future episodes. But for right now, I want you to envision yourself at the end of 2023. Close your eyes again. Envision yourself. What do you see differently from now? So over the 12 months, well, now it's like eight to nine months. But personally, what I'm looking to see is that I'm I'm in a better place than I was um, at the beginning of those months. So no matter how small the change is, as long as I'm in a better place nine months later, I feel like I would personally be content with myself. So I want you to think about what your definition of success is also. Like, what does it mean for you to be successful? What would you define that word to be? What will you have to do to feel like you've achieved it and feel successful later on? Like, what do you envision in your head? What image comes to mind? Money, marriage, um, living on the West Coast on a yacht? Like achieving your dream job think about what you want out of life and if your answer to my question is i don't know then i'd recommend you start thinking about that right now buddy like for example 
my definition of success is overall my happiness. So it doesn't matter to me where I am or who I'm with 20, 30, 60 years from now, as long as I'm laughing every single day and I'm enjoying myself. So that's my definition of success. But again, yours could be different. And um, every birthday candle I've blown out, I've wished for that. And I know what I would be happy um, with and what I wouldn't. And that's the reason why I'm working hard right now. So having a reason why and having a core belief is honestly like the core pillar of having your life together. It's having that purpose. It's having that motivation and like knowing why you're doing something. So I personally work hard because I want to see how far I can go. And it's like a game in my mind where I like test my limits each day and whatever. But (laughs) I'm also a believer in that As long as you're willing to work for it, you can get anything you want in life. So don't let anybody say that your vision is too far-fetched or unrealistic. If you want it, yeah, go get it. Like my my personal philosophy in life is that I will get whatever I want now until the day I die. Not in a spoiled way, but in a way where I'm making a promise to myself to work for whatever will make me happy. So if I want something you bet I will go and get that, right? So that's also um, part of the mindset that I'm encompassing into my 2023. But another mindset that um, you should have for your 2023 new year is the effort mindset. Do whatever you want to do. Every day is a blessing and you wake up every day with a new chance to do something. again anything is possible and some things are easier and some things aren't it's just a matter of how much you want something and how hard you're willing to work for it you could work for minutes days and even years or for the rest of your life but it's a matter of you deciding your goal and your purpose and um, deciding whether that's worth it like how much do you want it and not everyone is going to be able to do those things that you can do So take the advantage and take action, take the opportunities in front of you and take them because that is such a blessing and not everybody has that luxury. And just F it because why not? Next is going back to goals, my first point. You want to narrow down your goals, I already said that, but um, other than the daily goals that I make for myself um, while reflecting, in January what I did was I physically wrote out my big slash major goals with a pen and paper and I highlighted my top five of those goals that held most value to me so I took those five goals and I wrote them down again and underneath each one I wrote down plans of action so I know my purpose I wrote down my goals and now I'm writing down my plans of actions so I wrote out what I was going to do physically to achieve these goals so I can give you an example for example one of my number one goals for 2023 was to be more present in my life and um, the things that I do and the people that I'm with to live in the moment and I specified this by saying that I wanted to decrease my screen time and go on my phone less okay great so I wrote down um, purpose goal action now Specifying your plan of action includes, for this goal, I started my 2023 year off with a phone cleanse and a social media detox. I deleted unnecessary files, fluff, photos from my phone, and I also deleted my social media apps from my phone. And I only let myself use Pinterest. This was personally hard for me because I use social media to feel connected to my friends a lot. And I'm too busy to spend physical time with them, so I usually just text them 
or call them. But I reflected that I was always carrying around, like I did some reflecting on myself and I realized that I always carried around my phone with me no matter where I was. If you're wondering, my screen time decreased um, from about an average of five to 10 hours a day to two to three hours a day. So um, obviously I re-downloaded certain apps after the month I gave myself to detox, but I'll quickly walk through it. Like the first few days of not having social media, I found myself picking up my phone a lot and checking my notifications. And then I'll go like, oh, wait, no one snapped me. Um, And then when you are not being entertained by your screen, your brain recognizes, oh, I picked up my phone. Whereas normally it would be more subconscious. Um, Eventually it got easier and um, the habit started kind of deranging itself. And I did notice I was spending more time being present at school and with my family and friends. Funny story, I looked out the window one day and the other day and... I see three people on their phone walking on the street. I see a kid walking his dog while on his phone and he's not even looking up. And technology is obviously a big part of uh, everyone's lives now, but it's really important to remember to stay in the moment. And I just wanted to enjoy what life has to offer without feeling like I'm semi-living through it and um, without my mind being half present. So that's a good example. If you need a personal goal and you can't think of any, that's a really good example that I used as one of mine. Next, I wanted to talk about timing. So successful people don't wait. It's never too late to start. Whether other people have started, whether you've passed your prime time, whether you've settled down with kids, it doesn't matter. A lot of things I hear is how people are too scared to start something because so many people, other people have jumped the gun already. But in reality, that's not what you should be concerned about. I'll tell you what you should be concerned about in a minute. But at the gym, at a new hobby, at sports and business and in your entire life, everybody starts somewhere. And it's really important to remember that. It's not a step that you can skip over, unfortunately. And like I said, the first step is always the hardest. But life has so much to offer and you should not be worried about whether you're going to look stupid um, to have that hold you back. And although it's never too late to start, it's always too early or it's never too early to start either. Stop waiting for a perfect time because let me tell you there isn't one. Stop putting it off. It's never too late to start, but ideally starting early is always a good thing. So you want to do something, do it ASAP. Take that opportunity that's in front of you and you want to get ahead of the dude that's going to start after you, okay? Whoever that may be, you want to get ahead ahead of that dude. And once you start, you're going to grind You're not going to look back. Like, trust me, you're not going to want to look back. You're not going to remember to look back because when you are so focused on moving forward, you won't have the time to look back. The number one mistake I see is people thinking that someone is judging them and then holding back because of that. You should never have to hold yourself back in any circumstance because of someone else. This requires peace and internal stability, which I'll be talking about next week. But again, successful people don't wait. They don't wait for the right time, the right people, or the right opportunities. They go and find the right people. They go and find their own opportunities. And that's what it means to have control over your life. So I do want to say that having control over your life also means that um, you have to be okay um, and able to work with it if something doesn't go according to plan. So having control of your life is not the same thing as being a control freak, so don't misunderstand. But life has unexpected dips, and if something doesn't work out, there's always something better coming your way. 
Earlier, I said that I would tell you what the important stuff is that you should be concerned about. And that important thing is consistency. So let me tell you right now that consistency beats motivation, it beats grind, willpower, talent, money, etc. Any day of the week, successful people all start from different points on the roadmap, but the common trait they have to get to the top is that they trusted the process, they had discipline, and they consistently worked to grow themselves, their businesses, and their bodies, and they saw results, right? So let me tell you what nobody tells you. Did you know that if you exercise 30 minutes a day, you're fitter than 90% of the people? Did you know that if you invest $10 a day for maybe like 10 to 20 years, you're wealthier than 90% of people? That if you read 10 pages a day, you'll have more knowledge than 90% of people. Why? Because 90% of people don't exercise for 30 minutes a day. They don't even save $10 a day or read 10 pages a day. So it's all about setting yourself apart from the others. And I'll give you an example. I was in BA Beach for the DECA State Conference. Um, and there were a bunch of other students from my school and tons more from other schools around Virginia that were sleeping in the same hotel. So it was Saturday morning, and I woke up at about 3.30 or 3.40, yeah, 3.40 a.m., and I went down to the hotel lobby, <clears throat> and it was 4 a.m., yeah, Lindsay, that's crazy, but I went to the gym, and I worked out for a little bit. It was 5.30 a.m., and still no one was up, no one in sight, and out of all those people in the hotel and all those kids there for the leadership conference, no one was up. I went to go study at a table and at 6 a.m. finally one person came down the elevator and it was this old man coming down to do some laps at the pool. And I think this is a good visual for the number and the percentile of people working on themselves because more and more people started trickling in after 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Some people showed up at like 2 p.m. But people ask me, Lindsay, why do you wake up so early? The answer to that is I wake up early because there's not enough time in the day for me to fulfill everything that I need to do. And instead of being like, oh, that's too bad, I wake up earlier to earn myself a few extra hours than everybody else. And it's the fact that everybody in this world has the ability to do that same thing, but not many take that opportunity. And I'll talk more about that um, in my time management and successful habits in episode three. But to change your life, you have to change your habits. To summarize everything, start taking control of your life now instead of waiting for the right time because it doesn't exist. Using the five ingredients we just talked about, um, which are reflecting on yourself, making goals, finding purpose, taking action, and consistently following through. Stay tuned for next week's episode on finding inner peace and how to be happy.